0: very strange a Trip very to the box factory factory yeah
1: oh okay i i was like my son is a box beef <laughs> well i didn't think it was in the same episode i was very confused by it these these cold oh, opens what? are uh really
2: yeah and that's why i say welcome to Geek's with kids the <laughs> podcast from a parenting point of view i am one of your oh, hosts here we on <laughs> <laughs> joining me this week is dave huck steve and brand how's it going guys
0: brain yeah, we should make an only so people are cold oh you broke up but uh yeah. i assume something about uh um about, about only only fans and uh only fans and cold openings there you go it's it's there it is I have it's fine. Seen it doesn't matter I,
1: I think it's um uh what's his well i've lost it so it doesn't matter
3: <laughs> just, just next, you lost the only
1: Next episode, let's just do
3: an entire thing in non sequitur Simpsons quotes. we could. We should maybe we'll do a thing. Don't explain it at the top. Just like just go live and we're just doing that for an hour. Isn't
2: it like thirty we're in the thirty-third season of The Simpsons now? Thirty
4: third? Uh yeah, Yeah. somewhere around that. that. Good lord. Well, they originally originally nineteen eighty seven they appeared. People who were enduring
0: Simpsons who've had children. I mean, oh. technically, The Simpsons premiered
1: before I was born.
0: Ah, damn it!
1: <laughs> yep. yep, just by about a, by about like eight months or something like that. Doesn't so. matter.
2: Uh, and with that, uh, let's uh, let's do what we do uh, every
1: uh, episode, and that just is uh, suck the life out of all we, uh, of you before we start this podcast. Uh, we got to get going Limited before we power. all die, since we're all old. Um,
2: yeah. So, uh, I'm tired. Yeah, old we're old i want to know what's good what's good what how's everybody's liking? knees How, uh, painful painful brent what are you yeah. liking what's good my, my friend what what's
3: uh, you got? i yeah, uh, not too much except for uh, a little bit of a tidbit of information that came out uh about two days ago that has got me squealing like a little girl again and that is the return of curb your enthusiasm on october 24th and i can't wait new curb I love that show <laughs> what's-
1: Season 11
3: now. (laughs) Wow. Kind of crazy that we're
1: getting more seasons of Curb than we ever got of Seinfeld.
3: Mm. That's because HBO did a smart thing with him, which is just basically like hand him a bunch of money and just tell Larry David, do your thing, man. When do you want to do another show? Five years from now? Cool. Yeah, whenever. (laughs) Whenever you decide you want to make something, we'll give you
4: money and you do it. We're good. They they should do that with Venture Bros. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, uh, that's a that's the genius about the show is that you know in the production side of it, it takes very little on that to to actually get it made. and that it's all it's all basically screenwriting for him, you know. So sure. when he has the scripts and that, like a team um, gets it together and then they can film it they, pretty much anywhere.
3: But that's the thing; they don't even write scripts. The show is like ninety five percent improvised. Like, they just create outlines. They tell all the characters: "This is what you're, this is the outline for the episode. This is your character arc for it. Go." Can't take that kind
0: of humor. It just I, I just get so anxious watching that stuff. Oh crap, he's so good. You can totally see it though. I'm I'm happy for you, but I can't I can't watch that show. I did love
4: that MAGA bit they did a couple of seasons back. I didn't see that. Oh well, see basically he cut up there's a guy on a on a motorcycle, he, Larry cuts him off in traffic and that and the guy starts you know pursuing him, right? And Larry pulls over, and that, and all of a sudden he reaches over and pulls something out from uh, underneath the seat, and that, and it's a MAGA hat. And as soon as he puts it on, the guy's like, Oh, hey, you know, sorry, it, sorry. Hugo.
3: Oh, my That's God. So just, it's the genius of that show that gets me. Like, I, I will never understand how he could get away with doing the Palestinian chicken episode, where he had to hide the fact that he is a Jewish man, was frequenting a Palestinian chicken oh. restaurant because he loved the chicken so much. That's hilarious and he ends up like in a relationship with the woman who runs the restaurant and has to hide it from everyone for fear of like religious persecution <laughs> god
1: <laughs> i think it's just as long as you do like it's kind of like south park where as long as you do it um just like without reservation and without hesitation just like yeah we're gonna that's the bit we're doing it like it's funny yeah. and that's what matters right it, They're not hurting anyone's feelings. They're just doing something, well, South Park might be, but yeah. Curb is just, yeah, it's just so, such pure comedy.
2: Um, that, that does remind me that I should probably watch Seinfeld now that it's on Netflix, because it wasn't really a thing. I was too young, I guess, when I started watching it or when it was on TV, I didn't, I didn't really get it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I always tell people like, if you want to feel
1: old, Seinfeld ended 23 years ago. Oh god! Scrubs started 20 years ago, and the PS2 came out the year before that. Wow! Uh, So my back
2: (laughs) hurts. Oh, let's go. Let's go to Steve then. Steve, what's good?
0: (laughs) Uh, oh, last time I was telling you about was bad, which is that uh, I was sort of doing a bit of a strike against uh, a because. business practices, not really sure what's going on with that, so did a deep dive into Battletech, because I was like, well, it's been around since the 80s, I remember playing it in my high school, and uh, I never knew what it was about, and I was like, okay, I want to know everything I can, I'm about 20 hours of lore in now, and and I'm not at the end yet, Uh, I feel like I need maybe another 10, Um, kind of funny, it's just Space Feudal, it's, I mean, obviously, it's not as complicated as as epic as other things, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, it's basically drama of one planet except across a galaxy, but it basically feels like five countries some Vikings if
1: if Dune had walking tanks and hover tanks and VTOLs and like, I guess they already have like battle armor infantry kind of in Dune, but other than that, like if they had all that other stuff and
0: computers that's kind of what, yeah that's, that's a lot like what yeah. Battletech is. It's Except funny. no spice. I'm going to get to it. Yeah, I'm going I'm to see how far I get. But, uh, but anyway, it, uh, it inspired me to look into like, um, <clears throat> some video games. So I'm going to try out some um, Online and maybe wait till MechWarrior 5. Don't
1: play MechWarrior Online!
0: Skip that uh, part. Just skip that no, 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 I already have friends who play it, so they, they're going to oh. walk me through I know Oh, no. Cool. It, I know it's not it, good. When but I started, I, it was started, complicated. It was started, complicated. Now it's even more complicated. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know it's rough. It's rough. But for that, I got um, Otas for squadrons. Okay. I might see if I can mess with that. With MechWarrior Online, which is so you're gonna
1: play work. MechWarrior with Hotas before any of us play Squadrons together, eh? Which no, is, no, no, by no, the no, way, gonna... free on Twitch Prime right
0: now. Oh, is it? Ooh. Nice. Yeah, it's the. Why so everybody yeah, go, go get, get No, no, no. I'm gonna set up for Squadrons first because you can't use a you can't use a full on online. Okay. Oh, that's um, just weird. the stick <clears throat> side. Uh, but anyway, so which Hotas did you get? Um, I got a Thrustmaster. E- wait it's the one with like little orange highlights
2: cool
1: cool, cool what's um what's your like faction for mech
0: because I was a house Curita boy growing up so I actually backed the starter for the BattleTech game way back when okay. and, uh, as part of that you could pick like because the went to a high level so I picked house Kurita because I was like ah oh, yeah cool yeah, samurai yeah I'm listening to the to the, the Lord they're assholes. dicks, man. <laughs> yeah. Absolute assholes. Holy yeah. shit. I, mean, I don't like anybody, honestly. I mean, the only only faction I'm even remotely interested in is Comstar. Just Comstar is cool, so man. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, House it has got this little Mortal Kombat dragon. It's really cool, but they're assholes. They're yeah. the worst. Oh, yeah. I might have to, like, check out that Liao group just because they're space communists, and that just kind of amuses.
1: <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, the clan, are, like, there's certain clans that are really cool because they're... Uh, they're not pure evil like the other clans because the clans are basically the Mongol horde, except they're also superhuman people. Yeah, genetically They have a whole. Yeah, There's a lot of eugenics in uh in MechWarrior. There's a lot.
0: There's a lot. Right. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's my um or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling.
2: Fair. Fair enough. Um. Yes. Oh, the one I have is the X fifty two, Steve, if you're wondering.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Sci-tech, SciTech or Logitech X. It was uh yeah, yeah. this before
2: Logitech bought them, so it was still Slidech.
0: Um I, I don't know what the deal is with that. Is it it's the same product or is it just the I th-
2: I think the it's accident. the same product. I should I should uh, check it out. X-52 have...
0: looks so cool though. I mean with because it's got like that that part that goes like your hands, so like you yep. totally feel like a starfighter. I'm like, yep, oh. and it glows
2: blue, so you're just like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh, really? Well, the, the yeah. there's an LCD screen on it, right? That, that you oh, okay. Press shit. And,
0: uh, I know this stuff. whole task thing is like a whole new like, deep dive. Like I was doing the few weeks you guys know, and now I'm into the us And yeah, I've just wasted so much couple months.
2: Set up your lights. Uh so Steve, not Steve. So Hawk, What are you? uh What are you liking on right now, my friend? <laughs>
4: uh, um so uh it's getting a lot of love already in that but i'll give it a little bit more on that i just finished Destiny off midnight too. mass uh, the oh. movie-
1: <laughs> that's the only reason i'm here right now i didn't know anybody else had watched midnight mass. no hawk had oh, been no. talking about this for a
4: while oh, no was that your like for this week pick something, oh, uh, pick
1: something else pick something else no 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 let's hawk let's let's gush about midnight mass Go fight. please
4: all right new limited series netflix from uh horror impresario like the you know this guy's really kind of building a name for himself mike flanagan uh a seven episode series and that is really good it is like the probably the most binge worthy thing on there besides squid game um i don't really want to say too much about it but the location's perfect and that it takes place on this a very isolated fishing island and that heavily catholic in that it uh deals a lot with guilt it deals a lot with that like, sounds catholic and people yes <laughs> <too. Yeah. laughs>
1: it's um the the there's a lot of and this is a word i think people don't know is a real word the religiosity of the show can be hard to swallow mm. um i struggled with it my my mom's watching it she had a tough time with it and she's like protestant um like some of my, my friends who are like christian they didn't have any problems with it, but like people I know don't want to watch it because it's so, it's like slapping you in the face with how Catholic this show, like not like daredevil Catholic, like really like there's sermons and stuff like that. And for, I don't know for me, cause I have like zero faith. It's very I, difficult for me to, cause I sat through that my whole childhood. I'll mm-hmm. watch it. I can use a good laugh. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, everything said, it's so good. It's so good. Um, the cast looks watched, incredible,
2: man. Like I just, I'm looking it up right now. Kristen Lehman and yeah. Rahul Kohili. Yeah, um, Coley. Kohli. Sorry, sorry. I can't read. Annabeth Gish, um, yep. Hamish Linklater. God, so he's so, good. He's Henry so good. Oh my
1: God. Henry Thomas. Yep. I think he's been in every Mac, Mike Flanagan production. Um, Same with uh, Kate Siegel too. Yes.
2: Kate Siegel. Sorry, I missed her. I don't know why.
1: She's really good. Um, yeah. Because I watched uh, *Blind Manor last year because Rahul Coley was in it. And then, then I kind of went down the Mike Flanagan rabbit hole, but I didn't like *Blind Manor that much. And I really didn't like Hill House going further back. But because of this show, I decided to finally watch Dr. Sleep. Oh, which I like is that. Mike Flanagan. And I thought, oh, why I did I wait? That. Yeah. He yeah. Did that. yeah. He did that. He did Oculus and he, he did Hush, which is Kate Siegel is the lead in that. But this show is probably his best work, I would
4: think. It's. <laughs> it, the writing is good. I mean, like you know, it there's like it's heavily. There's a lot of heavy monologues in it, you know. Should, but you know, they're all worth they're all, they're all worth like hearing out. Would you um, recommend? I get what um, you're saying about the.
2: Sorry. Would you the, recommend binging it, or do you want like an episode bi- and then sleep through you, it and think about? You kind of have.
1: You want to binge it. Is the thing as soon as an episode ends, you go, "Oh my god." <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah. Except for probably yeah. episode one. Episode one is. You know, because it's a kind of a slow burn. Because Squid Game, I've
2: had mm-hmm. to like, I watch an episode. I'm like, okay, I got to process that for a day. <laughs> I watch the next there one. I'm like, okay, I guess I got to do that again.
1: <laughs> I think it's paced so well that you don't need to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another podcast the talked dead. about it. It's like an archer like pulling back on their bow, and when they finally hit the like, okay, I'm at full tension. When, that, when it releases, it's like uh, it, it hits dead center.
2: Uh, they don't fail their city.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Mr. Amell. <laughs> he has a new TV show that's actually quite good. I haven't seen it yet. Heels. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, It's about the wrestlers. The wrestling one. He's, he's a big wrestling fan.
4: Yeah. Hawk was going to say something, though. Sorry, Hawk. Like I always do. I cut him off yeah. first. <laughs> we were talking about the religiosity the religiosity of it and that yes it is hard and that but it also fits narratively in the story in that because like the catholic church in this island is like you know the prominent faith it's a majority faith in that even if it you know at the at first you see it's like you know it's it's waning among the townspeople and that it's still so prevalent in that that people just can't escape it; they have to actually leave the island to get away from these people
2: does it take place in a real um place? no it's fictional okay okay
4: no, it's, I th- it's it's it's. it's entirely-
2: is I it think- sent now, or is it set in like? It's set
1: now, time? basically. Yeah, okay. there's cell phones and stuff. I think the yeah. part of the waning of the faith in the show is why other pe- other characters push so hard, which is why you get such a just strong reaction to like because there's like sermons but like they kind of yell at you and i'm like man this is like everything i hate i'm being yelled at and it's like catholicism being shoved down my throat again
2: like red state yelling at you
1: no it's just passion it's okay. just a very passionate um priest
4: would you say and it's, not, well not just the yeah. priest, but
2: would you say it's a scary show or more like
4: it's suspense. suspense suspense it's suspense it's more it's more suspense than that yeah it's um, the way it's much more it's more it's more emotional than horrifying so it's, it's, not a, like, it's not a cor- horror series You'd- technically it is a horror series in the way that
1: like rosemary's baby is a horror movie Dread. where it's like most people would be like that's technically we would just call it suspense now because like horror usually involves like jump scares now and mike flanagan might do it like two jump scares in seven hours of content so which is totally acceptable yeah, yeah. um but like, it's not like the thing, which is like, is like really tight suspense. This really, really, just it just Is, builds, is there I mean, gore it and violence? I'm
2: just trying to gauge whether there's I can gore. Watch this with yeah.
1: Meg. You, <laughs> so no, I can't wait yeah. with Meg. There ends up being gore. Yeah. Okay, that's fair.
2: Yeah. I don't mind. Just sometimes, I, sometimes I but, like watching these types of things with Megan. But then if it goes too far on one side, she's just like, Nope, ain't happening. <laughs> There are definitely
1: people who couldn't stomach watching the later episodes of this show, Fair. for sure. Fair.
2: Ooh, now, now I'm debating whether I watch yeah. it before I go to the cottage this weekend, or I
3: mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm debating did, whether I, or not I start watching it tonight. Yeah, I no, couldn't. Okay. In fact, you know what, oh, man? Have a good show. <laughs> hey, this is your episode.
1: <laughs> I I couldn't wait until the next podcast because, like, I'm about to leave. Because I have nothing to talk about for wait till I'm done, tra- but I yeah I will. um But like I had to talk about Midnight Mass. I'm like I can't wait two more weeks. I you you have to go watch the show.
2: well our next episode is gonna be our Halloween episode. Maybe we talk about Midnight Mass.
1: Ooh. Yeah, I know this yeah, is not technically I mean, an audio podcast, but I'm shaking my head very violently.
2: <laughs> we can hear it in your
1: microphone, or, or is
2: either is. that or that's Steve's uh,
4: radio station. It. No, you can probably hear the clicks <laughs> from my headset. <laughs> Just as long as everybody, everybody's seen it at this point, that oh because like I I, I I will love to talk then. about the plot, but no. but as soon as you start talking about the plot, you're like, oh okay, I see where yeah. it's going. Well, it's a tight,
1: yeah, like the show. Nothing is given away.
4: You said seven is episodes. Given away. Seven. It's
1: seven yeah. episodes. They're basically like 55 minutes each. So you have seven. Hours some are to over watch. an hour. So yeah. yeah,
2: that's fine. I I yeah, we never got to do our stand episode last year, so let's do midnight. <laughs> that's
1: because it wasn't good. <laughs> It, wasn't, it just yeah. wasn't good. Yeah. The first episode yeah. was good. The first episode was good. I disagree. The first episode. <laughs> really? Was good. I that didn't was like any one, of it. That was the only one I liked. I didn't like any yeah. of it. <laughs> oh. There's a person on that show I, that I in the end credits. credits that's so. the last episode.
3: Uh,
2: I was just sad <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Um. Cool. Maybe we'll do Midnight Mass for next season, or we talk about Mike Flanagan. Um. We could do. Uh, I haven't watched all of his series, though. I haven't watched
1: all those his movies. I don't think I've I watched mean, anything of his. I haven't even seen Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep is so good. Cool. Oh, if When you're done Midnight Mass, really when you're done Midnight Mass, you're going to want to watch Dr. Sleep. Just watch Dr. Sleep. It's good. It's really good. Watch yeah. the
2: longer version. because yeah. yeah, The longer version is good.
1: The
4: director's cut. Oh, yeah. I didn't
1: know this. Was a, I just watched it on
4: Netflix. Netflix, I think,
1: has the yeah, director's
4: but, cut. Du- director's cut was released with the blu-ray release i picked yeah. it up like that you know when it came out did didn't get around to the theater
1: I, I physical couldn't... media i mean i have a bunch i just don't watch them.
3: but this is the same guy who did like uh the haunting of hill house and blind manor and Bly Manor. Yeah. those are shows that i've like wanted to watch i'm not a big fan of like uh, supernatural horror and like hauntings and stuff like that. But like, every, um, all accounts from everybody, they're like, it doesn't matter. Watch them. I, yeah. fantastic.
1: So. I couldn't finish Hill House and Blind Manor. I only, I just decided to like push through. And there's some parts that are good, but I'm going to technically spoil it's Taming of the Shrew, is what it's inspira- inspired by. That just so, makes me
2: want to watch it more. Cause that um, confused
1: me. Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like it when you're watching it, but when you get to the end, you're like, Oh, that doesn't okay. spoil me. Cause I'm culturally ignorant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen 10 things I hate about you?
1: For me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird <laughs> thing. Is that like, I, I, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll just, you have to watch it. I don't I gl- think it's a strong theme, but it's apparently that's what it's inspired by.
2: I like that you got the ten
3: things I hate about you. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a good movie. My balls. I told you, <laughs> culturally ignorant. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah. Let's 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 think about doing midnight mass. I think that's awesome. Um. Oh, it's so good. I will talk about what I've been liking, and there's been a lot of things. I did. I did the Halo um test just the past week, which was fun. Um. But today, and because of Steve's, uh, list with Brittany, I watched all the Ip Man movies today. Um, <laughs> all of them <laughs> oh today? Oh uh, yeah. There's, there's,
1: there's four.
2: I know. Um, I've seen them, but I wanted to watch Um, <laughs> uh, the one I, I wanted to watch, which isn't technically part of the Ip Man stories is uh master Z, the legacy of Ip Man, Ip Man's le- legacy. I don't know if you've heard about this one, but it looks really good and. Oh, that's the one. Somebody but, uh, else though, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. it's like an offshoot of the Ip Man. Yeah, series. it's
0: kinda like never say never mm.
2: Yeah. Well it's based on the the one of the enemies of the third Ip Man movie. Uh, the guy he defeats in third one is like the main guy in, in that movie. So it's from his perspective. Which is neat. Um but yeah. If you haven't seen Ip Man, they're all on Netflix and I totally forgot uh until until uh Steve and Brittany started a talking list. about their martial arts list. And I was just like, fuck yeah, Donnie. Yeah, watch it all. Oh, So good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and if you guys haven't seen they're them impressed. all, like, yeah, they're very good. I, was, I, was, I had a, yeah. not a slow day at work, but an entertaining one at least. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if Man.
4: The, the, the... I haven't seen any of those. I haven't you haven't seen, seen
2: it. it? Oh man. They're good. And they're... Yeah the first one is the first
3: and the second one
2: the first one's sort of based on truth um the second one not as much and the third one nope and then fourth the uh, like they the as soon as they go past the first one they start cherry picking different things oh, about his life and they're like okay this let's make a movie about really, it
0: which, <laughs> which one has tyson in it really historically accurate sort of story, oh, uh, covering that period and uh, and his early life uh but yeah once they realized how popular the series was they just started making up stuff and then the uh and then he fought a shark
1: yeah. so yeah that's that's how do do to do to do, do the fourth yeah. one when he goes to san I francisco think...
2: i'm like i don't think this happened at all but um Odd.
1: but his <laughs> i don't think was this fictional story is true
2: <laughs> <laughs> but bruce lee the guy they got to play bruce lee is spot on like he looks and acts just like him and i'm so, like
0: for those who don't know Man was bruce lee's teacher yeah his seafood yeah um, oh i forgot to say midnight it. mass is also a true story so
1: you know <laughs> um other than those things that i've been is really... there any
3: fighting sharks in it
1: uh there are fishermen so that's i don't want to spoil anything but there are fishermen
2: yeah <laughs> other than that i i also got some lego i i, I showed you this already the the Shang-Chi uh, on the dragon.
1: Oh, okay. Like that yeah. Is that a real set? Wait, that's
2: a real set you can get? That's dope. It's, it, this is like $5. You can buy this that's, at, at... I'm not
1: going to buy it, but that's awesome.
2: It's a good one. And then they have these little blind, um, b- blind bags where you like randomly get things. And I got Captain America. Oh, nice. That's oh, awesome. Uh, Probably one of my favorite ones, which is T'Challa as Star-Lord. Um, <laughs> oh, my brother ordered
1: that thing, that, that mixed bag. And then the best one out you of them see. all.
2: The best one. Uh oh. Loki see. and Frog Thor.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean Throg? Throg, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. My bad. Throg. Um, yeah. My ex bought me a blind bag. Well, Wackman, she was my girlfriend. She bought me a blind bag. And she goes, uh, The woman who comes in every day, she says, This is Batman. And I know you like Batman. I went, Oh, thanks. And I opened it. And it's like Bat Kid. <laughs> it's not bad it wasn't because it's like you can feel the ears and I opened it and it's like basically like Batman's like it's like Batmite basically oh, Batmite is awesome it's not Batmite but it's like if like like syndrome before he became syndrome in The in- <laughs> Incredibles but Batman so I'm like great thanks you gave me like child like <sighs>
2: <laughs> child man yeah
1: oh Yep, 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 yep. Oh. Oh. Blind Baker. I know you wanted the Punisher. Here's Defendor with Woody Harrelson. (laughs) So I got them for
2: the kids at the wedding, and then I was like, I'm gonna buy me and Megan one. And then um Um and like my kids my friend's kids, one of them got um Gamora dressed up as Thanos, which is gonna be in the last episode of um of What If. And then the other one got what's her name? Um Ghathanos? No, the girl from Wandavision. Oh God, what's her name? Mar- uh, Photonic Photon. Rambo? Photon. 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 Yes. And she's like, okay. and he's like, oh, the girl. I was like, <laughs> 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 it was so funny. <laughs> anyway, that was it for what's good, Dave. Thank Pretty you for good. coming on, telling, talking hey. to us about Midnight Mass. Uh, I'm where wearing my you- hat. Yeah. Could help your Castlevania like, hat. <laughs> where are you going right now? Um, do you want
1: to? I'm here? gonna go stream some Dead by Daylight with my friend Witch. Uh, what's your Twitch? Twitch.tv slash arc revenant, A R C, revenant, revenant, revenant. Yeah, yeah. Right. Go
2: check. We'll, we'll, look, we'll, look, we'll raid you afterwards out. with our two people, or which is gonna be you. And me. I will take
1: <laughs> anything I can get.
2: <laughs> uh, are you playing it on Steam? Is that where you're playing it on? I'm playing it on my PC. Uh, yeah.
1: Steam. <laughs> I will be playing as a uh, bill actually from left 4 dead. Hmm. I enough. was going to pick up ash from evil dead, but I didn't want to spend more money. That's <laughs> fair. I think I, that's I, the only one that I did pick up for that game. I yeah, probably yeah. will. Eventually if I keep playing it,
3: I got, I got a few of the DLCs, but I think ash is the only character DLC I got other than the, uh, Halloween series.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, check him out. Um, he'll, he also streams randomly throughout the week. Um,
1: so, yeah, yeah, I don't have a job, so... I gotta you, so you, you gotta do hours. You gotta stream during the days. Get all those random AM. other people. No, it's I... early in the morning. I... At 4 a.m., I was streaming Borderlands 3 on Saturday or whatever, and that was then I had the most viewers in, like, months. Oh, my God. Where were the people from? Did they talk? uh Well, me? there was Steve, my brother Steve. uh <laughs> Um... And two random people who didn't talk and chat. So nice, nice. I, think I my try. My friend TC Vintage, my friend Matt. Yeah, so. I try.
2: I try to chat whenever I'm on someone's stream. Like it, it gets. It's good for your.
1: I can okay.
3: always tell when you're online because you're very chatty, but everyone else I can't because nobody else talks. Yeah.
2: I try and bring out conversation in, in wherever I, I,
0: I want. Uh, sorry I missed you guys when you joined my like one and only stream in months. It was uh I was streaming it for friends who actually bought me the game. So I was like really focused on like trying to like play the game and it looked uh, really good.
2: We'll talk about it in like five minutes. Yeah,
0: very <laughs> soon. All right. Thanks, Dave. We'll see you soon. Thanks, thanks for having
1: me. Bye. Have a good Bye. podcast. Thanks.
2: Oh, now we can talk about Dave.
3: No, <laughs> yeah,
4: screw <laughs> that guy. Dave, we go on. Dave. Anyway, sorry, sorry, to you were saying um, before we go on. Uh, speaking of Ipmon and that, did you guys ever get to see uh, the Grandmaster by Wong Kar Grandmaster?
2: Oh. Nope. I don't think so.
4: Oh, a it's the story. It's the real story of Ipman. Uh, oh. like his life, a very extraordinary, Is it very a documentary extraordinary life. Or? Uh, play. Uh, no, it's a it's a Ip Man is played by Tony Lung in the film. Ooh, Dramatic.
2: Wait, wait. This is the one where he learned martial arts for the first time. He had never been a martial yeah. artist before this, and he learned at age forty-seven, <laughs> and apparently well enough that it looks really good in the film.
0: Mm. Still, hoping. Yeah, when you have really the ten rings, film. I mean, it's easy. That's
2: fair. <laughs> I-, I was watching a behind-the-scenes thing for. Um, Shang-Chi, and they did, like, dots for the rings around. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, I was wondering how they would track it. I wasn't sure if
0: they'd have uh, that. Keep it consistent, yeah, because yeah. it looks solid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't
2: wait till the, the making of stuff comes out next month when that shows up on Disney+, Plus or is that November?
0: That is next month. Oh. November. Oh,
4: fuck. <laughs> We're into October already. Yeah, we're in October. Oh,
0: Dune is, like, actually going to be in theaters in a couple weeks, guys. It's, it's starting. I think it's Bond happened. is this week. Isn't Bond it? actually came out. Bond is this week. Bond is right in this
2: next week. Year. Oh my God! Um, any news you guys want to He's talk like about? Um, anyway. Any news? Nothing. I know there's a bunch of people pissed off at mm-hmm. Seinfeld on Netflix because it's in the wrong aspect ratio. It's really? Out in, yeah. it's, it's out in widescreen same. instead same of thing um, instead of four by
4: three. It's yeah. Hilarious. It's the same thing that happened with The Simpsons and that when it first play, premiered on Disney Plus and that right? Some of the I guess some of the the formatting cuts off part of the joke. So yep,
2: yep, that makes sense. Oh my god, that's so stupid, so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anything else I have in the news. We're gonna have a bunch of movies to talk about soon, which I'm looking forward to. I didn't realize yeah. how many movies I wanted to see in theaters, and I don't want to go to the movie theaters. But I, uh, wanna I know see these I movies.
0: probably, I'm probably gonna try really hard to go see Dune. I
2: will 100%
0: see Dune. Uh, the Bond movie. Have I'm to see Dune. Very tempted. Ooh. We'll see if I if I make it because yeah. I'm just very, I don't know, I've been sleeping in real, real late recently. So we'll see, we'll see if I can get my ass. You sleep? Since when? During the day. that because that's, fair. Oh, yeah. did, did you end up trying the melatonin? Uh, it, I, I don't want to overdo it. So I have two months and that's it, man. Days. You got to stop at two months. Oh, so, no, I'm just trying to find the right dosage and I haven't found the right dosage oh, yet. Fair, so fair. Fair. I don't want to like take too much, right? So I'm just. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I was told Quite to enough. only take melatonin for two months, and if it doesn't uh, fix your circadian rhythm... Sleep cycle? Um, yeah. Th- same thing. Um, you gotta you gotta lay off of it and then <laughs> reintroduce it later. So you don't become... Um, n- before it, um, you know, gets too much yeah. in your system or something like that. Oh, well, sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, I don't think anything else is new. Apparently there's some new Eternals and other trailers, but I'm not watching them because I... Eternals is
0: out next month. So Don't watch, watch trailers, that. guys. It's just bad news. Just saying. So I watched toast. the trailer for, for Shang-Chi afterwards. Cause you yeah. know, obviously I wasn't going to watch it before. And I'm like, they gave up, they gave away that scene. I'm just like, Oh Wait, man. What scene? Like, what scene? Okay. I guess we can talk about it. Um, when, uh, I go to get Shang-Chi after he's found his sister, mm. like, the father steps out and says, you know, I told them that they wouldn't be able to kill you even if you tried, right? Oh, like that's a really powerful dramatic scene within the context of the film. And if you knew that was coming, I, I feel like that would, I don't know. I didn't I, see
2: that in a trailer. So good.
0: Good for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. It was in a later trailer. I only watched the very, very first teaser one that was super fast. and was just, I watched the first two. Ones- that's what I usually do. I watched the first right. one. Well, the second one had that scene. Yeah. Oh, and I the love- second one had the dragon in it too. And I'm just like, God damn it. Oh. Yeah, wait, 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 are you they saying the second lot. full
2: trailer or the second trailer overall? Because the, the cause they had the Probably first they had the, the teaser. Trailer and then before they had the released. story one. Yeah, so I didn't see the dragon.
0: So they give away the dragon in one of them. Why? That's such a big thing. No. Oh, I don't know. I know. It, it's
2: not important because we're gonna Bur- we're here. We're here, we're talking about Metroidvania games because Metroid Dread comes out in four days. Oh, my oh. God. I'm going up to the cottage on Friday, which means I'm going to be playing Metroid at the cottage.
3: <laughs> anyway. Nothing wrong with that, sir. Exactly. Well, no. I guess I should yes, be spending Metroid it with my plan. kids. I am, I am going to be playing Metroid uh, Dread in my left hand. I am going to be playing Far Cry 6 in my right hand. Oh,
2: the shit. End. Far Cry is on Thursday, isn't it? Oh, my yeah.
3: God oh there's a lot of stuff coming out far Um, Far cry at least thankfully is one of those games for me that like i can pick up and and put down and come back to at it's not one of those games that i need to like dedicate all my time to Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah far cry is sort of you don't really need to get invested in the story sometimes the story's good like new dawn had a great story um far cry five i thought was a little yeah
3: six looks good because giancarlo
2: esposito's
3: amazing I didn't like the, the story of Far Cry 5 so much, but the actual like structure of the game is, is something that I'm hoping that they keep going forward. They kept it on, the whole, so... I love the whole choose-your-own-adventure aspect of that game, of, of like, here's the three different communities, led by these three different people, take them out in any order you want, play the game your way.
1: I'd love that. Yeah,
2: They're very much the Burger King of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, is that the right one? Your way? Harvey's? Harvey's? Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Metroidvanias, I'm going to just do a small little intro. Metroidvanias are a subgenre of action adventure video games. The name I'm reading this off of uh, (laughs) Wikipedia. Obviously, the term is a portmanteau of the names of the video game series Metroid and Castlevania, obviously, with games in the genre boring from both series, typically based on two dimensional side scrolling platforming gameplay, although not really, not always. Metroidvania games feature a large interconnected world map that players can explore, uh, though access to parts of the world is are often limited by doors and other obstacles that can only be passed once the player has acquired special items, tools, weapons, abilities, or knowledge within the game. That's a pretty good summary of what a Metroidvania game is. Um, I wanted to also mention that this was normally a 2d platform but then metroid prime came out and was like fuck we can do this in 3d and they Mm -hmm. did it and i know i remember everyone being like i don't think this is gonna work out and then i
3: remember a lot of people being very angry when that came out because the super metroid is for me was was uh, until a specific game we're going to talk about later came out super metroid was my favorite game Mm -hmm. of all time it's the one i have the most fondest memories of growing up and uh i remember all the people who were on the same boat as me when that came out you know like what it's, it's going to be like 3d and and like first person view and like uh, how you know, are you going to grapple controls. how are you going to do the this is going to be so yeah. stupid and i and i'm one of those firm believers that give it a chance Especially let's just Nintendo, see what man. they do with it and i thought they absolutely knocked it out of the park and brought a whole new evolution to the genre like yeah. I thought Metroid prime was maybe not so much two and three. I was not, a, Oh, I love a two and three. First, the first one is, is really the one that sold it for me. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I felt a
1: little bit lacking, but it
2: also was the game that made me scan every single thing in a game. And now that it's yes. continued to every single game afterwards, I'm just like, Ooh. I have to get all the, all of the knowledge, all of it. Hawk and Steve know this from destiny, but I did this for everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gee, like Control, like we're going to talk about this later, but Control is a game where I had to find everything, just so I could yeah. learn about this world. Metroid Prime it's, did it so well.
3: Like I've talked about it before, like the Platinums that I have on PS4, I'm now I'm working on Bloodstained right now, which is another Metroidvania, a fantastic one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's God, the Night, such right? a grind. It is rich, such rich a grind trying to get this Platinum, <laughs> but um, this will be number 110 for me. And Jesus, man. That's the and the platinums all go back to Metroidvania style games, like the games where every time I'm walking through somewhere and I see something that I can't do yet, I gotta do that, I gotta figure out how to do that. So it makes me want to explore everything. It makes me, these are the games that made me want to come back and do everything. And re, before these games, I never wanted to replay a video game before. And now it's like, I want to get every ounce of everything out of them. And it's all because of this style. Yeah. Um, So to say I'm passionate about Metroidvania is an understatement.
2: This is, well, this (laughs) is why we're doing this This is because we were talking about Metroid dread. Oh God. Months ago. Right. It's, it's Mm -hmm. gotta be months now um, since you've joined the Uh, podcast.
3: June was, it was announced in May or end of May, early June. uh, And I pre-ordered it like the moment it was announced.
2: Yeah. You had joined the show by then. Right. And we had, started talking about it pretty
3: soon. uh around yeah i came in around late june for the ratchet and clank uh review
2: yeah that was a good game too
3: also very much uh
2: Metroidvania esque because for collectibles at least um mm-hmm. any thoughts on 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 the genre before we move on
0: i was gonna say um when this topic was announced i was thinking i wouldn't much to contribute because uh really quite sure what a metroidvania was and then when i started looking up you know games that counted i accidentally had played one and had really enjoyed it and i was going to say um i think one of the features for me as someone who is not versed in it because i didn't seek them out is um the the feeling of immersion of like being of uh, uh, being in the space and discovering yeah, That mm-hmm. I think is sort of another very important because for us to sort of to say, oh yeah, no, you have to like discover new ways and earn new abilities in order to chart the parts that you've already gone back to is I think maybe I think that's almost too simplistic. I think it's, it's just that, that feeling of like, oh yeah, wait, you know, I can do this. I can do a different thing, you know, and mm-hmm. it's this, this whole sort of like really, like you said, like what Eric said, um, looking for things, track of all of them so that you really become hyper aware of your environment and just fascinated by the discoveries that you make along the way
2: but you don't don't think you have to be totally hyper aware because when you find one of these spots it's usually like a you're not right at the beginning of an area you're you're already like hard through and you're just like oh shit this is an area i want to explore but i can't and then you're just like, God, Maybe i gotta I'm get overemphasizing back it. Yeah. I
0: guess I guess for me, because I'm I'm more of a guy who plays very repetitive end game loop games, it's a bit of a different sort of mm-hmm. set of skills for me to pay attention in that way. It's a game let me let me put it this way. Metroidvania's I think I can say this, I think mean Brent let let me know. But they're gener- they're generally games that are designed with attention to detail in mind. It's not about like fixating mm-hmm. on details, but it's just yeah, you the game rewards you for paying attention. Yeah, yeah, for thinking. It's yeah. very much
3: that. Like it's it's they they want you to remember every little thing that you've seen along the way. So that you'll hit a point in in one of these games where you're like wandering around, going, I I can't do anything. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And then all of a sudden, you'll just have this little click in your mind, like, wait a minute, there was a door back there that like can only open with this weapon I just got. Let me go back and. And it's that fun discovery of getting in there, opening it up, and the, like you're thinking the game has nothing left to offer because I can't find anything. You open the store, whole new game. Mm-hmm. It just opens up even wider for you. Like,
2: Hawk, Hawk, any thoughts on the genre?
4: Um, I think everybody's covered it pretty well. We started talking t- just, just uh, actually. <laughs> I know I'm going over in my head like because I, I have my pick for tonight and that but you know my pick came out like in the kind of the wild wild west days of like game development and that so I'm like some I like
2: applies, I like your some pick of it
0: doesn't... I like yeah. your pick a lot
2: Yeah Jumbo video Ooh, free popcorn Matt Moore um, When I when I like do you think of a can you remember the first metroidvania game you played Yeah No I know mine too. Huck, I'm gonna go with think, you first.
0: Do you guys talk you, about it?
2: We'll, go ahead.
4: Yeah, so I guess my first Metroidvania game would be like back in nineteen eighty six and that it was Kid Icarus for the for the original Nintendo oh, entertainment. No, we don't system. need to
2: get into more because that's your pick. Um Brent, what Thanks. was yours? Do you remember?
3: Um i'm this one's a little i i want to say like super metroid that's that's the first real fondest one that i have but i I think uh and this one but uh, there is one even before that and it's although it's it's technically classified under a different genre i think because they altered the franchise for this version that this one would count but i would say uh zelda 2 adventures of link Uh, Is probably the first real Metroidvania game I played because they really like they took the aspect of the dungeon games and getting these items and that and turned it into like an open world map side scroller. Like now you've got this, so now you can go back and do this. Now you can go and take care of this. Now
2: and you can get stuck in places if you go there by accident. Fuck that game! You know, it's
3: like (laughs) now I can go in that cave because I have light. Like it's yeah. So that was the first one that really like grabbed my attention.
2: Fun fact for those uh, who follow the Zelda timeline: Zelda 2 is the last one in chronologically in one of the <laughs> t- in one of the streams. There are two streams, um, yeah. but yeah,
3: there you go. Also, surprisingly to me, the most hated of the series, which I never understood. I always loved it, and I plotted them for trying.
2: Yeah, people people it. like expected and, the first one again, and yeah. they wanted something new. Like,
3: yeah,
2: it was the side-scrolling bits that people really hated. Which
3: yeah, you know, I guess I yeah. don't know. I don't I I, I, yeah, I I don't know I for me I never understood the hatred for it yeah
4: no there was a lot there was a lot of new you know it was a newness feature of it and that like the side scrolling yeah really threw people on that because you know the the Legend of Zelda was like you know this amazing like kind of top down you explore anywhere you want mm-hmm. you know um and then like to to have it just kind of you know. Back and forth like that. But there were so many good dark elements to it in that, mm-hmm. especially like at the end where you had to basically fight a di- a, a dark version of Link. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember the BBC, uh, BBS's. Remember Bolton board systems when you used to call yeah. it to other computers? They had a, um, mm-hmm. a game called Legend of the Red Dragon that was pretty much Zelda 2. Yeah. yeah. So um I used to do uh I used to do mods of Le- Legend of the Red Dragon 2. Uh, like, in the Niagara region all the time. This is, a, this is not my first game, but I used to make mods for them, so people would be like, can you make a blah, blah, blah version of this? I'm like, sure, give me some money or something. Uh, I, but the, the most popular one I had in Ontario was a Star Wars-based one for Lord 2, and it was, it was actually quite good. Um, anyway, uh, Steve, do you remember your first Metroidvania game?
0: Exactly. I mean the funny thing is I've I played Metroid, I played Castlevania, and I played a lot of those early games and um even Hawkspick. Um and I just wasn't really into them for some reason. I think at that time I just didn't have the patience, maybe, or yeah. Um I was that's too fair. keen on looking up like spoilers. And I mean that's the antithesis of this genre. I mean the whole point is to to make everything click for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So um Honestly, I I can't think of other than what I'm gonna be talking about being the first one I really engaged with. So I've i played them all, but not really. I never finished any of them. I just kind of dabbled. Okay. And I was like, ah, they're too they're too much too much work for me. And I guess I just I just quit. It got okay. good for me. And
3: yeah, a lot of the a lot of the early Castlevania games don't really fall into the genre. Those were more like action. Like it's specifically like where the title of Metroidvania came from was uh it was a combination of Super Metroid. And Castlevania uh, Symphony of the Night, Yep. like right. that was the first one that really altered the genre. Well, it, it, it uh, was, was more
2: more of how good Super Metroid was because the original Metroid yes. was still a Metroidvania, game, yes, but but, but it uh, was shit. Yeah, I liked it. No, it was shit. Yeah. It was shit. Okay. It was really so bad. my first game, <laughs> my first game was Metroid in 1986. I was five. I used to play it at my cousin's house in West Virginia, and I had graph paper that I would map out like (laughs) the whole areas like it was it was like that's how much I love this game and then once I found out that there were multiple endings I was like fuck I have to be under a certain amount of time um and then I did it and I got the the green haired ending which was amazing um but that was my first one I love I love the original Metroid and now I can't play it because I'm terrible at it I don't have the (laughs) reflexes of a child
3: um <laughs> I think if I had played the original Metroid before I played Super Metroid, my feelings would be different about it. There'd be more nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But because I played Super Metroid first, I mean, you go back to that. It's like it's oh. just it oh, was the jump garbage. No, ended
0: up like me. I mean, Eric, Eric got into it. I didn't. Like yeah. that was sort of where it ended for me. You know, and it's where it began for Eric. So maybe not.
2: <laughs> well, I do have to agree with Brett. Super Metroid is probably one of my favorite games. It's my second favorite game. Um maybe yeah second my favorite game behind link to the past like those those two games are my favorite games of all time um and i've added last of us in there um in recent years ah because that game
4: whew. quick quest quick question did anybody play simon's quest uh castlevania 2 i did yes yeah. yes yeah. that was
2: a. I used to play that at my neighbor's house after school <laughs>
0: Yeah, i'm trying to remember who because i didn't own that one either i rented it or i played it at a friend's house but i don't remember who
3: i i yeah my, my i remember my cousin had it and i used to play it at her house all the time and then she'd come over and play castlevania 3 at my place
2: <laughs> the first time <laughs> i played um simon's quest i rented it from wolco remember wolco
0: look wow <laughs> rent from
2: yeah, Not yeah, really they we had a little fun. video place inside of Walco like near the front. I remember this clearly, which is really weird. And then that's also the first time I played a Super Nintendo at my house cuz they rented out systems as well. And it came a- with this two. really heavy case. Like, oh man, fuck. <laughs> Walco. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's uh let's go into our picks. Um oh no, no. Do we want to talk about Hollow Knight first because I feel, or do you want to talk about Hollow Knight last? Because I feel like everyone I,
3: has. I seen... I think we can probably. I, I think we can talk about that first, because I mean that's that's the quintessential Metroidvania game out there, and I think, I, I think for the most part, like uh, at least the three of us, as Stephen, I'm assuming you I, you haven't played it, so I've I'm assuming it, the three it, of but... us who have played it probably. All would have liked to have picked that tonight, as, yeah. and when it's just the reason why we didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, assume um, yeah. somebody was going to. So. Yeah, like it's
3: it's <laughs> hands down for me. It's it's one hundred percent that it has become over the past few years my all time favorite game. Yeah, um, yeah. that's fair. I cannot say enough good things about it. Like just from the the art style of the game, the 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 flow of of the discoveries in it, and like the combat, and not just. The game itself, but like the love that Team Cherry put into that game and the mm. love that they have for fans. Like, I've never yeah. seen a game where they just, just splooge out to their fans <laughs> so much. Yeah. Like, you know, it's here, have a free DLC. You know what? Have another one. Have, another one. have there are, another one.
2: There are four, right?
3: And four free ones. Yeah. There's four, four DLCs all free. And the game, even the base game itself came out, it was like dirt cheap to begin yeah. with.
2: The, um, this game yeah. came out in 2017, and I'm pretty sure. It was the first game I streamed on Twitch. I and I know because yeah, Hawkin and, and Steve here were watching something. me, and I and I remember saying as I was playing this game, it's frustrating to die so much, but whenever I did, I knew it was my fault. It's fair. It, it was fair. It wasn't. <laughs> I just
0: got. Me just got wild. I remember calling it like a demon soul side scroller, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, and in fact, actually, ironically, I think that probably is true. Is uh, I- I, I actually find that funny. <laughs> I
3: I find that funny though, Eric. That that was the first game you streamed, considering like I just started streaming uh, this past like just within the past
0: few months, and Hollow
3: Knight was the first game that I streamed yeah. in completion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so it's, cute, right? I mean, yeah. the the visual it's so distinct and it looks mm-hmm. good to play and to watch. You know, it's
2: it's so beautiful. The music is incredible. It flows so well, like like Brent was saying, and all the powers that you get, and they gave it away for free on PlayStation.
1: Like fuck, that's crazy.
3: With all the DLCs and everything, like the complete full version, like I that was insane. Um, complete with Owen Wilson mushrooms. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow! Great. That's where I wish you had a video clip <laughs> of that. To throw in here.
2: Yeah, I wish Sorry, um, Hawk. Sorry, we 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 cut you off for our love of Hollow Knight. <laughs>
4: I'll shut up. Um, I, I I share that love and that you know it's it, people you know when like with this new with the all the iterations of video game consoles that come out and, you know you want more and more of an you know kind of an uh, immersive experience in your games and that it's it it was just the most refreshing like 2D. A uh, game i played in ages and that mm-hmm. and it's just because of all the love that went into it and in that it, great little character design great art style great music we haven't really talked about the music either That's um so good. like I, I i played it for a while i put it down for months and that but when i actually picked it back up and got back into it in and i i couldn't believe how much i was obsessed with it again you know and just getting like those little upgrades and that that take you into the, those various regions and that that were frustrating you you know, I got yeah. that the, that one that slingshot ability that bolts you over the chasms and that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just Crystal it's heart. just opened up. Yeah, it's just opened up so much more.
3: Um, and that is and I will say to you, the Hollow Knight is uh, like I, I talk again about the Platinums and that that is 100 percent my proudest Platinum that I've ever got because I, I will never get damn, it. Damn, <laughs> God damn, was it hard and it yeah. took such yes. a long time of practice to get that. Yeah, I don't like. I wish that the game had come out before all the DLCs, so that they didn't have to add the freaking God Home DLC into the uh, into the trophy <laughs> list. That's fair, because that last Pantheon <laughs> was just absolutely ridiculous, and I think I probably spent six or seven months training just to clear it. Like,
2: <laughs> my god, man, my god, I like. See. uh the director, the the composer is Christopher Larkin. There's a couple composers that are named Christopher Larkin, but this is the American one, and he's. Also, then the music for Silk Song, which is the sequel,
3: that's yeah. hopefully coming out really soon next year. There, there. I hesitate to say there is a there is a rumor out there. Somebody had found uh, some information in leaked code that had come out uh, recently, and apparently they dug around inside this code and they found a release date of February first, twenty twenty two, for Silk Song makes sense and when they went back into the code later on to find it it had been re- replaced with na so there's a, there's a theory that they found the release date and team cherry really quickly went uh oh and erased it <laughs> i look it forward to it. it could be a placeholder way. it could be real who knows
2: I'm, but- I'm i'm sure it's a placeholder but i'm going to fingers crossed, hope it's the real date
3: because I mean it was twenty nineteen yeah. is when they like did the launch trailer for the game and like we haven't really heard anything since. Yeah, they
2: like, um I remember them posting like a press release of something earlier this year saying that they wanted to release it this year, but they with the pandemic and they didn't want to crunch their people. Yeah. Like Team Cherry, thank you for being one oh, of, like the, of these yeah. well, things. Yeah.
3: yeah, they they did a, they did a magazine article back in December last year. Uh, and they were, they were talking about how they wanted the game to come out, but they said that because of the pandemic, they didn't want to rush things. Yeah. And then as they're working on it, all of a sudden, somebody on their team comes over and goes, hey, I got a really good idea for another area if we just did this. And they went, okay, go for it. So they said that's the, one of the reasons why it's taking so long to come out is because they just keep having these ideas for more and more, and they don't want to not do them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go into our picks. Um, yeah. And I feel like Since this is Brent's episode,
3: Brent gets to go first. What's Oh, Brent needs to drink some water because he's been talking about Hollow Knight a lot.
2: Hollow Knight! (laughs) What a (laughs) wonderful game. Um, It is available on, let's see, PC. Uh, So, Windows, Mac, Linux. Holy shit. Uh, Nothing's on Linux. (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, which means also PlayStation 5, and Xbox One, which means also Xbox Series X. Um, It's also available on uh xbox game pass for free so if you have that you can always
3: install it there it was new to to playstation as well like which surprised me when they put it out as uh as the for one of the free games so quickly yeah it was exclusive for a while it was exclusive for pc for a while and then finally the switch released it so i bought it for switch and then finally playstation released it so i'm like oh i gotta buy it again so i own about four different copies of it like
2: (laughs) and it runs well on all of the systems which is crazy yeah crazy all right brent
3: hit us um, with your yeah so
2: the, i i wanted to say before we go for it this might not be our favorite metroidvania game but it's something we want to talk about that's what mm-hmm. i want to iterate um for that
3: yeah like i i had a lot that i could have to choose from um like there's so many out there that i absolutely love sundered is is such a wonderful game mm-hmm. um I have been playing the crap out of Bloodstained Ritual tonight for the past week, trying to get the platinum in that and loving every second of that. Maybe not so much now that I'm in the grind, but yeah. I wanted to find one that uh, um, really stood out to me the first time I played it and really, like, kind of surprised me and in a way almost kind of uh, revolutionized the Metroidvania genre a little bit, and that's Salt and Sanctuary. Um, which is, it was released in 2016 by Team Ska, which is a very small independent studio. Uh, it's all hand-drawn animation, uh, throughout the entire game. So it just has this absolutely beautiful aesthetic and it's all very like dark and grayscaled and very atmospheric. Um, And it's almost anytime you're you're fighting an enemy, it's all very, like, washed out to give it just this, like, really kind of, like, artistic look, which is wonderful. But the thing I love the most about it was, like, I I became a hardcore gamer when uh, Dark Souls series came out. And this is the first game that really kind of crossed genres of those two, where it really was the first like 2d version of a dark souls like from software style game where not just for the difficulty but the way that the map works where everything just all kind of loops back on itself um how everything is all very interconnected throughout it which, which is wonderful it has awesome rpg elements where there's about i think i read today they said it was 600 different items that you can get in the game um all towards Oof. like crafting your character for like outfits, like armor, magics, uh, weaponry. Um it has like an immense immense skill tree. Like if you wanted to max this thing out, you'd have to get your character to level like 800 in order to like fully explore everything that they have to offer in it. Good luck. Um, but it's just it's I I've I've played it three or four times now and like I can it's just one of those games I can pick up, start playing get frustrated because it is like, you know, it, they did definitely borrow the difficulty level from Souls. Um, and the fact that, like, if you die, you got to backtrack and, and get your stuff back and, and redo those areas again, uh, lest you lose everything. <laughs> um, That's fair. But it has other, like, interesting new elements to it as well. Like, there's a religious element too, which was kind of neat. Um, where all of the save points uh, you have to activate by belonging to a specific religious sect, and if you oh, don't, we
2: call, we call that the midnight mass effect.
3: There you go. Um, and if you if you join a different <laughs> group and go into another safe spot, then any NPCs that you met when you were part of the original group will no longer work for you. They will no longer help you out. They are basically oh. like, you know, hey, you don't belong to this religion oh. anymore. You don't believe in what we believe in, so you're on your own. So you have to go out and make new allies now. That's amazing. And there's such a great little element to it. But it still carries the Metroidvania sense of it, which is like you're still exploring areas and you're going to hit spots where it's like, hey, okay, I can't get through this. How do I do this? And eventually you're going to be the boss and you're going to get an ability. And you're like, wait, oh, I can go back and do this now and, and enter this new area. And it's it's very open too, where it's, there's multiple different pathways that you can take. You're not confined to just constantly doing one linear pathway the whole time.
2: I, I know that sub Metroidvania games are very long. And then there are other ones that are like, you can beat in a couple hours. Is this
3: somewhere in between or is it one of the longer? This, ones? I would say, uh, if you're a competent player and like can handle the difficulty, you're looking at probably about an, uh, an eight to 12 hour game.
2: Okay. So standard Metroidvania. Yeah. game esque. Yeah. Um I'm hoping Metroid Dread isn't a shorter Metroid game. Um, anyway, that sounds awesome. I've never I've never played this game and it just based on yeah. what I'm looking at looks like I can and play this on the Vita, which I don't have many games for yeah, anymore, so I should <laughs>
3: get it. And like not only like is it just a wonderful game, but it is it is it's begun to spawn a lot of clones and like a lot of people are looking at it for inspiration for other games like um there's been a couple specifically that have come out recently that uh, like Grime very much borrows heavily oh, from, from this game. Um, Vigil, The Longest Night, is almost exactly the same aesthetic, just a lot more colorful. And the one I think that borrows the most heaviest from it, um, And in my opinion, one of the best games that has come out in the past couple of years was uh, uh, Ender Lilies. Mm, which I've been talking, I've been raving to you about, Eric. The visual style looks very
2: similar. It's
3: very similar, it's, uh, it plays very similar, like, the structure is very similar, um, but it has like, its own, Enderless has its own, um, kind of, uh, gaming system tour, like, I am not sure what you would say exactly, but its own like combat and inventory system that's very different, but um, it it definitely like it owes a lot to Sultan Sanctuary nice. as like a game that kind of like led the way for games like this to come out.
2: Does anyone have any questions about Sultan Sanctuary for Brent here?
4: I I didn't even hear about this game until Brent brought it up in the in the discussion, and now I really want to check it yeah, out. I, um, I didn't have time to watch any of the videos on it, and that, mm-hmm. but I did see some of the artwork. Of that. Is there an onion knight in this? <laughs> they're as uh,
3: somewhat of an onion knight, yes <laughs> there's there are a few different npcs that you're going to run across that have the, their own quest lines and um that was one of the i platinum this game too and that was one of the hardest parts of it is that um the dialogue that you have with them if you're not very specific with them and if you don't say the right thing at the right time then you've blown your chance and it's start the game all over again. Oh, and So I, it got to the, by the third or fourth playthrough. I'm like, I'm
0: just going to look up a guide online.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve, I, I, I cut you off. Was there something? You no, I was, was going to say you
0: had me at onion night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this is Salt and Sanctuary. It was released in 2016 and it's available on the PlayStation 4, the PC, the Vita, and as of 2018, the, the Switch as well. Uh, IGN said that it is great. They gave it an 8.6, and they said Sultan Sanctuary is a 2D Dark Souls-like that doesn't disappoint.
3: I thought one of the the greatest quotes that I was reading about it right recently was um, somebody basically like wrote in an interview um, that this game is making every other this game is going to make every big studio cringe at what can happen when two people really worked their asses off for something because it was what? such a small studio that blew all of the big studios out of the water uh, with games like this at the time.
0: Good. Yeah. If good. only that were true. Yeah. The yeah. big companies are yeah. happy to, to, to whip a 200 people into submission and, and put out poop <laughs> something.
2: All right. We're going to move on to Hawk. I was going to go to Steve, but I, so, I think I'm going to go to Hawk. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. All right. He's so, got the accurate. I decided on. to go, yeah i got i went way back into this one that uh yeah like i said this game came out in kind of the wild wild west days of the nes system and that and you know before there was like kind of a metroidvania on that before there was a metroid this game kind of came out around the same time metroid did yeah but it's kid icarus for the nintendo entertainment system <laughs> um <laughs> this game i was obsessed with this game when i was a kid and that um I don't know how best to describe it, but it was a very basic story is based on, you know, old Greek mythology and that. But you played Pitt, uh, you know, this little cherubic uh, Cupid guy in that who was cast down to hell by Medusa and that. And you basically spend your, you know, a lot of the game trying to ascend up from hell and that in a kind of in a platforming system. And that um, now it's it, it diverges from that traditional Castlevania, you know, Metroidvania system and that like because in your ascent, if you fall, you basically you lose a life. You know, uh you can't kind of you can't kind of go back on your first bit. It's when you get to the dungeons and that that it becomes like a, a more of an ex- exploratory system and that because um, you can go back, forth, up, down and that and kind of map your way through and trying to find the boss and that um, it has an upgrade system like there are uh, through like you basically collect little hearts from like various enemies that you kill and that uh, and you which function as currency um you can extend your life bar you can you can acquire like these uh you can acquire feathers so that you know when you do have an unfortunate mishap where you actually fall down and that you yeah basically your character gets you know lofted back up in that uh to a platform um let's see it's, it was just such an odd game, and that especially in the dungeon exploration, and that there were these ones they called them eggplant wizards.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: I just remember <laughs> Do you the guys cartoon remember car- uh, <laughs> the Captain, Captain N. N. Yep.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: So basically, like you encountered these eggplant wizards, and that were just basically these guys tossing out eggplants constantly, in that. But if you get hit <laughs> by one of these. The top half of your body transforms into a giant eggplant, takes away all your defensive like capabilities and that, so you basically can run and jump and that. And you have to backtrack and find your way back to like a nursing station. Horrible uh, to transform. (laughs) I I don't remember any
2: of
3: this.
2: (laughs) If only people
3: then knew what the eggplant symbolized today.
2: <laughs> it's the penis one.
4: I i I barely remembered any of this. And like I played the I played the hell out of this when I was a kid and that um I was looking uh there's a guy Jeremy Parrish for video works and that did, does a, a great 19 minute retrospective video on it on YouTube. Uh so if you if you are interested, check it out. Um so basically the quest of the game is to acquire three sacred uh weapons and that to fight the end boss who is Medusa and, mm. um So as you work your way up to the basically the last part, uh you have you've acquired the three sacred weapons in that and the game transforms in that uh, to the side scrolling flying shooter in that where your your wings are now working in that, your your arrows are uh they hit harder in that. Uh you have a shield which can reflect the you know uh objects. Yeah. objects thrown at you in that um, and it it was one of the ones that first featured multiple endings uh, there's apparently like what? at least at least three different endings you can acquire from this game oh. based on like I think it has to do with like your your heart score at the end uh, how many hearts you actually collected that's incredible I played I played the hell out of this they've never really done a very satisfying sequel in that I've, back I think like a few years ago they did that uh, uprising they were <laughs> Let's see. I can't even remember the name of Oh, there are the five endings
2: for this game. Five.
4: Oh, man. Five. That's right.
2: In an NES game. That blows my brain.
4: It was crazy because like, you know, the, you know, the technology at the time like was so limited, but apparently it took advantage of this like super new chipset that they had developed for the cartridge system. It was one of the first of the silver pack games that came out, uh, if you remember. Like NES yeah. games always came in the black box. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came in the silver pack which was the password pack uh mm-hmm. yeah. and if, if like in saving or you know kind of starting you know from a save point in the game and that you had to input this 24 character passcode yeah. that they gave you in that uh and in the game they would call it the sacred words yeah. uh, this
2: watch has more power also- than than all of those
4: combined <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. But at the time it was like, wow, I could save my progress? It's yeah, hey, amazing. Can you play Icarus on it? I probably could.
3: <laughs> uh
2: uh well, probably at least Doom, right? At least Doom. Because <laughs> right. Doom plays on everything. Sorry. Sorry, Hawk.
4: <laughs> no worries. Uh and the password system also featured that crazy function where you could yeah. Basically, like you, people started sharing around like, hey, I found a code that works where you get unlimited lives and that if you mm-hmm. punch in, you know, because usually they give, give you a bunch of random binary characters and that to punch in. Uh, if you actually punched in like specific words like Icarus fights Medusa, they all had to be six letter combos in that. But you could unlock like God level mode on it.
2: I remember um, Nintendo Power having these codes in it and being like, yes, finally I can get past something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. I I remember this oh no, we lost Steve and he's back. Um there he is. Did, what happened? <laughs> Steve. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> That's hilarious. Keep going. Um I remember found this, a warp point yeah, whistle just happened. Um I remember this game being very hard and me being like, Nope, can't play this game. Even though I played the shit out of Metroid. I couldn't play Kid Icarus. Um I know it's also it's on the NES. Uh, it's on the Switch, right? Right now, on on that NES emulator they have on yeah. there. I think I think you will play it. right yeah. Now.
4: Okay, I don't have the NES emulator. I just, well, I just did the uh, Super. Yeah, Nintendo get both, emulator, emulator on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'd like yeah. to. I'd like to go back and try this out. This this is one of those games that uh, escaped me back then. I was and I knew all about it because I remember uh, I used to watch that cartoon, the Captain yeah. N cartoon and hit was one of the main characters on it It was part of like the captain n's team so i always wanted to go and play that game but it was just that was back in the day when if i wanted to play a nintendo game i had to beg mom and dad to buy it for me yep and you know it was probably between that and little nemo dream master and i <sighs> had little nemo, dream <sighs> little master, nemo so. was such a good game <laughs> oh, man,
4: that was a good game um, See, I, 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 I
3: think that's exactly what it was we were in florida for christmas and my mother said, you can have one game as yep. your Christmas gift. And it was between those two. And I was like, I want Little Nemo. You chose
2: correctly, because that game was the tits. Like, that game was so good. Um, I remember those. Remember, like, you're like, okay, Christmas is coming up. I can ask for one thing. One yeah. game. You pick the right one. And you don't know, because sometimes you're just like, there are no yeah. reviews. <laughs> it's like, There's well, no the box art looks cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Rough. I mean, I, it, I was going to say, though, uh, back then, subtle differences between the control schemes of some of these games and just, like, how far you jump, how much you slide, you know, could make Mario versus Mega Man, for instance, right? Because yeah. Mega Man was the game I chose for my Christmas present. I could not play Mario <gasps> at all because the running and well, Mario jumping... came with
4: it, didn't it? Uh... With the Nintendo Entertainment System? Like, yeah. yeah.
3: The original, uh, the original Mario came with it. Um, it came with versions of it, not all yeah. of them.
2: Oh, that's fair. Mine came with Hogan's right. Alley, so that's fair.
0: I got the one of the robots, so it. The, oh, yeah. Uh, so did we. <laughs> um, but that's one of those things where I remember renting Kid Icarus from Jumbo Video. Which is why I have memories of it. I remember just seeing it on the shelf with all those other other ones, and I was just it was just too tough for me for whatever reason. I yeah, just I don't I know why. The I just think the controls, yeah.
2: I couldn't do, do it just, at all. It was.
0: I remember it. Kidder Chris just being yeah. super hard. That's my only memory
4: of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like this, this wasn't a passive rental game that you could kind of pick up and enjoy for a, a weekend. And that like, you had to it, own it's it. something I think you had. To, you really had to own it at the time and that because it was a lot of dynamics to it, a lot of mechanics, you know? Yeah. Uh, and just like kind of upgrading your character. Like it was so really inventive in that, like, in the dungeon that you acquire a hammer at some point as a weapon and that. Uh, but the most useful thing was there was occasionally these little NPCs around the dungeons and that, that you'd use the, that Medusa had turned to stone and that and use the hammer to free them. And they basically become like these little bots and that that, you know, help you in defeating boss levels. Cool.
2: That's crazy. Like, oh.
4: Oh, that's, that's a lot
2: of um, innovation in one game and this game came out in 1986 in Japan and then in North America in July, 1987. Like that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, these are the times when you'd get one game. So you had to be good at that game for, right. Cause that's all you're playing. I remember getting, uh, metal gear two, not even metal gear one. Um, this is snakes revenge and being like, well, I guess I'm playing this for a year and a half or two or something like that. Oh my God. That game.
3: That That was Bionic Commando for me. Oh, God. Uh, I got that, and I had to get good, and I just couldn't. That game frustrated the hell out of me. See, that
0: is funny, because I got Bionic Commando in Hong Kong with half cartridges. It was like one of those, right? And uh, so I got Bionic Commando before other games, and Again, The control scheme worked for me and then it canceled out other games like other games I couldn't play <laughs> because I could play Bionic Commando. That's very funny. Cool. Part about the Hong Kong version is it had uh, uh Hitler and all the swastikas still in the game, so they took that out in the American version,
2: didn't they? <laughs> oh, crazy!
0: Yeah, yeah, you're fighting not you're fighting actually Hitler in oh,
2: that game. All right, fair enough. All right, let's uh
3: let's
0: move hey, Mike on. Mike Tyson, that game.
2: <laughs> Any final thoughts on Kid Icarus before we move on? Like, I know there was a sequel on the Game Boy and then later on the 3DS and um he's also one of the most popular characters in Smash Brothers. He's my character that I use all the time.
4: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's weird because like as it, even though like it didn't get, you know, didn't get like a whole kind of great franchise out of it and that uh, or any really good sequels and that it, it's an enduring character in the mm-hmm. Nintendo Legend legacy. Yeah. yeah
0: no, I, that's what I was going to say. I'm I'm surprised that he does show up in other as a reference because it was really good i mean even though i knew i couldn't play it i knew it was a great game because Mm -hmm. there were a lot of nintendo power articles on it and uh i i could tell it was like one of the top games you know and he was in
2: captain n right he had to be a popular character yeah he was yeah yeah
0: well eggplant wizard was one of the main villains so yeah pip was definitely one of the like it was mega man uh green mega man (laughs) um and uh pip and um and then I don't know if there was a fifth one or not. But yeah, it was Mother Brain and, and Eggplant Wizard. And you mean Racist
2: Mother Brain? <laughs>
0: we're all kind of dated characters at yeah, that sure, time, so let's, sure. yeah, let's not get into that.
2: <laughs> uh, the end team was Kevin Keen, Princess Lana, Duke, Simon Belmont, Kid Icarus, Mega Man, and Game Boy. Remember Game Boy? He was fun. He, he, he was added later seasons. Uh, the main villains were Mother Brain, King Hippo, Eggplant Wizard, and Dr. Wily. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. All right, Steve, let's go to you, because mine's going to be the one that Brent shits on. So, (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay, okay. So, in the dark days when uh, Anthem broke my back and I stopped gaming for a year because it... Well, I was probably also depressed, so I'm not going to blame Anthem for that. But anyway, uh, I blabbed a lot about this game already, uh, Control. Um, But uh, when I discovered that Control actually counts as a i thought oh yeah okay we'll talk about it from that perspective because that's sort of the thing that really got me into it and i guess it makes me interested in maybe playing more metrovanias i i'm wondering what my threshold for patience is i think that's sort of the issue i think with control it was sort of like just like uh games like will never make me happy again you know mm-hmm. and i just went into it blind and it was sort of the perfect way to approach the game because you know nothing as the main character as you step into the world Everything that you determine about it, including your powers, are things learned through the experience of the game, and so it just somehow the, it just clicked for me, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't mind. I didn't mind the exploration. I didn't mind not looking stuff up. I didn't mind like because I guess as I discovered things, the pacing of it was just right. Like something oh, about so the flow, which I think is quintessential for good Metroidvania's, is it'll run you up against walls, but it'll give you to think about and, and ways to sort of like combat come back at things and, and eventually it clicks right mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I just I just went through the whole thing. I loved it and and I mean I mean what Eric said too is very important like I just really put a lot of work into the whole script of the world it didn't actually need to know any of that stuff. there's all these redacted documents everywhere and like there's just all this stuff it was really fascinating and you really like piece together like what you're involved in. Um and at the same time, you're learning new powers and uh and upgrading and then being able to access new areas and just yeah eventually the 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 uh the oldest house uh just becomes this playground that you're just warping all over the place trying to like find one crannies so I don't really know what else I can say other than the fact that I guess now that I think about it, maybe dark Souls was my first naturalvania, but See, again, I didn't finish that one, I don't think so. I don't think Dark Souls counts. No.
2: I think I think there's a there's like a, a spectrum of Metroidvania sure. towards Dark Souls type games, and I think okay. controls there... right in the middle of that, um, yeah. which yeah. is great because it doesn't yeah. have the super hard combat of a Dark Souls game. Yes. It has the fun combat of a Metroidvania game without, but sort of like on the more towards the Hollow Knight of it being fair and hard.
0: I I would say <laughs> I would I would even say control your I would say it's brutal brutal than Hollow Knight. I think Hollow Knight is like what? What was that? Uh, that cartoon scroller game? You know with the oh, Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's the most brutal bullet storm. You know, and I always, I always thought Hollow Knight was kind of verging on that.
2: No, <laughs> like, no, it's not. Because I think okay, Cuphead, okay. there's like pixel perfect. Sure, if You have sure. to jump at this precise time, or else you're yeah. fucked. Um, whereas Hollow Knight, you can dash back and
4: it's you, more for. Okay, it's all Way reflex okay, okay. Right. yeah okay but um,
0: i think i think control is still like a whole a little easier yeah. in my opinion even though you know, yeah it gets crazy in some parts but by the end yeah. you're so overpowered you just like that's the problem is that the power just scaling, like in right? metroid though
2: right when you think yeah. about the metroid yeah. prime games you it, it that's what reminds me of control okay like, uh-huh. it's a lot of exploration um the combat's fun but it's about exploring it's about opening these areas And finding out about these areas. And that's the most important part. Like finding out about the old house was the best part of that game. And then when you realize that that's connected to other games in the series, you're just like, holy shit.
0: Like that was the most profound thing. Like I was like, I knew Eric liked this other game. And I was like, oh man. I guess I I wasn't sure if Eric was like looking for everything or found that because it was in a very specific in a corner, right? Like this was one of those things where you have to be like King for secrets right i was <laughs> <laughs> and i was so happy that it, that eric actually discovered it because i was like oh yes because i found it i, I messaged it. steve
2: right away i was like oh my god yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah and i was like yes <laughs> yes he found it because i didn't want to i didn't want to ruin it like, i didn't want to yeah. say anything right yeah um but yeah no it was so cool and it made sense too right mm-hmm. like it totally fits right so I, that, I mean for me control just like hit all the boxes of game it does make me interested in other Metrovanias that have um, that level of um, discovery and sort of magic puzzles. And I don't know, I, I guess the difference with, with Control was that as you enter in as a blank slate, which is basically every Metroidvania, uh, but because that's written into the story, um, I was able to sort of maybe not concern myself, you know, with distracted by that and just play. And so, uh, yeah, I, I just need to just need to approach other Metroidvania. So I just I just feel that Metroidvanias in general seem like very tough. Control was like a kind of I feel. Um, so I don't know what you. I put it out to you guys. And what would you guys recommend another Metroidvania? We will we- get
2: to that at the end. At the mm-hmm. end, okay. We'll do our recommendations because I have cool. a number there. Um, thoughts on control? Because I love this game. It I- is one of my favorite games.
3: I want to say that I almost like. Uh... I love the assessment that you had where it's that you, because you love control that now suddenly you want to go back and play Metroidvania games it is it's the exact, uh, it's almost like the exact opposite situation for me where I had no interest in playing control until I found out it was a Metroidvania game. And then that enticed me to want to play it. And I still had, like I've played a little bit of it. I haven't actually really gotten into it. It's still on like a long queue of games that I need to sit down and play one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, god damn it if everyone would stop releasing games i want to play lately i could get to it um but it's i just kind of find it funny that like you know it's we both kind of had like that same appeal but in opposite directions
0: it's just got to you just got to find that metrovania that clicks for you, mm-hmm. you appreciate that arc of discovery right? yeah. that arc of wonder right that is contained within a game that you don't know anything about but it teaches you and you realize what you learned and that matters. You know, yeah. I don't know. I'm not really explaining it, but it just it just that was the one that clicked for me. And, you know, luckily for you, you, you found, you know, Super Metroid, whereas I'd already given up because Metroid one kicked my ass and then Pit- <laughs> Kid Icarus kicked my ass. And I was like, forget it. Mega Man all the way. <laughs> Screw these
4: games.
2: Hawk thoughts on Control?
4: Control was. Yeah, I bought this based on mostly on Steve's recommendation. I know it was like already top of game of the year. And that when I actually sat down to play it and that, you know, but the actual experience was, was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the influences, you know, it's like, like this really leaned hard into like, I'm going to say David Lynch, you know, yep, in, as, in terms of it's like, it's story design and that, you know, it character design too, man. character design, everything you know um you know the old house and that it's like you know it reminds me so much of the black lodge and that it's like this place just, you yep. enter and you might not ever leave oh, yeah. uh you know and it just turns. it turns out to be the you know the you know, a, a a very evil and ancient place and there's um, even
2: garbled text God. in the in the game that it was very twin peaks i thought that was great i thought that was amazing
4: Oh, yeah, like transmissions from something ancient that, you know, you're, <laughs> you're it's incomprehensible. Uh, and that just mixed with like a really fun, like, w- w- uh, like play style to it. And that, you know, yeah, you become kind of God power in that. But like, it's a it's an amazing kind of God power at the end of that, especially going back through old hallways and that, you know, because like, yeah. I don't know. It seems some of it seems actually get tougher in that. Though, you they know, do. Like, the I more think they power scale up. Like, there's a little think, bit of scale. Yeah.
2: Um i uh, yeah. yeah the d. l. c is also incredible right I don't actually haven't i haven't played it yet,
4: yet so. I haven't played the the last one yet Which that, one the, the last connection one? to Alan wake right oh, uh, okay. that, one's, yeah.
2: that one's all right the best one is the foundation, i think
4: mm-hmm. foundation was really good where the chief security disappeared
0: right like yes, yeah, yeah okay All right.
2: um yeah, I control is definitely in my top i wanna say five if not top three games of the past ten years, like It's Mm -hmm. that the last five years, even at that, like, wow, that game, just everything. And then there's like sequences that just occur in the game. (laughs) They're just like, I, I, we, it's the maze. We all, we're always talking about how good the maze is.
0: So there's a, we'll just explain this just in case anyone plays the game. There is a section of the oldest house called the maze. You will actually try to attempt it too early and it, and you, like what the hell I can't get through this thing right and that's just cuz you're not quite there yet so just don't worry about it eventually a way will be provided but it they purposely allow you to enter the maze and it it doesn't work okay yeah uh, but when you finally are given a way through god I wish I had streamed that me too
4: I was just
0: I wish you told me to stream that time cuz I was just like
2: know. I was like what
3: what this is, is crazy what all right <laughs> All right, so when I finally sit down to play, because I ended, I got the, the when they released it for PS Five on the PS Plus last yeah. year, um, I'll I'll stream yeah. my like my first playthrough of that. So get <laughs> to the maze.
0: That's
4: the part. So <laughs> no, the whole game. The whole A game. I'll oh, stream the whole game. Yeah. One word of advice: never take your eyes off the fridge. Oh. <laughs> always. always. <laughs> how do you how do you think I got to be two hundred forty pounds? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because I was thinking, I was talking, I was when, when Steve was talking about control, I was thinking about other <laughs> games that I wanted to put on here, like maybe Jedi Fallen Order. I was like, no, that's more of a Dark Souls game than it is, because it really is about the exploration, right? Um, about the areas <clears throat> and all stuff. And Jedi Fallen Order was was all about the Star Wars storyline. It wasn't about going around. Doesn't it and have discover. like the
0: revisiting areas? To it does, but to it it's
2: it's more. It I don't think it it's it, as it's more I, for Dark Souls.
3: I see uh, like you, for me Dark Souls a lot of, I've heard a lot of people compare it and say that it's a Metroidvania because you have to like go back and forth to areas but if you have ever played it then you know that there's no linear fashion to that game it's it's just oh, you true. go wherever you want to go yeah um any area you go to is has nothing to do with items you pick up gear you pick up it has everything to do with your skill base in the game also
0: like when they they the do, only that the stops you do the thing going guns, here man. is if,
3: yeah if the only thing that stops you from going this way is not some door you can't get through what stops you is that enemy that is going to absolutely kick your ass because you still suck at the game. Yeah. That's all that stops you in that. (laughs) Yeah. And that to me is like the main criteria. Why when people say it's Metro, no, it's not Yeah, action RPG hundred (laughs) percent.
2: So I'm going to pick a game that I actually just started playing not too long ago, but it's a game that was very unique and I actually very much enjoyed it because one of my favorite genres of any type of game is pinball because it's all about you and gravity and scale, which is what uh, a, uh, a doctor has said on Ted Lasso. Um, but this game is called Yoku's Island Express, which was free on Epic Games not too long ago, but it's, um, it's, a, pinball, it's a pinball Metroidvania game that was released in 2018 for the Nintendo Switch on PC, um, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, it's, it's a different type of game. You play this little dung beetle that's pushing around a ball, And then there are flippers all around this island. You're a little postmaster. You're delivering um, mail across the the island. And you eventually unlock different powers and different um, ways of opening up new areas in the game through pinball. So each section is like a little pinball map. And then you travel around the world with this pinball thing. It's so unique and different, but I know it's not for everyone um brent was saying he played it i'm not going to speak for you but you said you played it for like 40 <laughs> minutes or something
3: i okay so then my my issue with the game is uh, if if you're a fan of Metroidvania's, um this game is quite popular like it appears on almost every top 10 list you're going to find on youtube everyone mm-hmm. raves about it um specifically because of how like it is a unique take and i will i will give you that it is a very unique take um however it's not a unique what they don't say in any of these previews is that it's not a unique game or it's, it's not a game for everyone. It's not. A you game have for to like, you have to like pinball <laughs> what to, 100%. To, to enjoy this game. They don't say that they just go. It's incredible. It's so different. Try it. Like, no, you have to like, pinball. you have to, and not even
2: like, I think you have to love it because there are shots that you have to be so precise and people who don't play yeah. pinball. No, like, like there are angles that are just so fucking precise in it and it's a true pinball game yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs)
3: it's a it's pinball it's it's imagine like a pinball table had a story behind it and like Mm -hmm. the and it continued on to other tables like it's but after like you know like i said i played probably for about half an hour 40 minutes and after that long of just playing pinball I, i just was like it's not for me. I, I'm not going to shit on it. I'm not going to say negative things about it. I'm not going to say it's a bad game. I'm just going to say it's not for me.
2: Mm-hmm. No, for sure, for sure. It's definitely no. not for everyone. I think it's. I think it's. I like the story. I like the art style. I like the the characters they introduced. I think they're mm-hmm. really unique I,
3: and funny. I applaud. I applaud the effort. I applaud that they tried. That like these guys tried something different, and a lot of people love it. So you know, mm-hmm. good. Old, good for them.
2: Yeah. It was created by Villa Gorilla and published by Team Seventeen. So the people who make like um overcooked and and um the worms games so they published this game and it's it's that unique quirky feel that they had in those games and it's it's in a pinball Metroidvania style and it's like it's so different and i definitely spent it's not a long game like um control is a long game it's easily 30 40 hours um if you not, look for everything. Not including DLC. Yeah. Um Kid Icarus, I don't know. What what NES games used to be. Something
0: five like. endings though, man. That's yeah, that, that's got to be a <laughs> long <laughs> game.
2: Um uh what did Brent pick? Salt and Sanctuary you said was eight, right? It is yeah, you're like an eight eight to twelve. This is going this base, is a sh- much yeah. shorter game. This is like five hours at, at the most. I think I have like eighty percent of the secrets in the game, and I've been playing for maybe four hours. So it's a fun quick game um but it's an enjoyable game and I like going around to the different uh areas just to play pinball. <laughs> so and finding I still haven't found everything which is neat. Um I do yeah I like it. Any questions about uh Yoku? There's a quick travel system as well which is ridiculous.
0: I uh I did get it in the epic uh when they, when they give it away, I don't have to take a look at that. I mean, I'm not, a, not, I'm not a pinball lover, so I, I love or wizard, pinball. any by any measure. So, I, I am, I, I'm interested just because, um, I think it's interesting. We called the genre Metroidvania because I think for a long time, it sort of stuck in that, uh, range of, of where that definition was, and only now, I think we're gradually getting, weird sort of deviations on that original form. Like some mechanics are starting to become introduced, you know, and mm-hmm. people are experimenting. So, at the very least, people are experimenting what it means to be in Metroidvania. So, I think uh, you know, from that perspective, I, I'm just sort of amused by the idea that game has nothing to do with Metroidvania has been merged with <laughs> with one apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah pinball, pinball of all things like that. Any sense to me? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay, all right. Um, well, if you guys don't have any questions for that. Let's go into this. Um, said, sorry, yeah. Sorry, Hawk. All
4: right. This sounds amazing. Like a, a kind of a short Metroidvania game with pinball. I love pinball. It's I'm on like, Switch. If there was a pinball machine, yeah. I mean, obviously, was that guy. If there was a pinball machine at, at a bar and that, it's like everybody else would go off and drink and talk and that, I'd be there at the pinball machine. Yep, so. Same, same, Hawk.
2: I, I love the first game I got on my Oculus Rift was Star Wars Pinball. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and i couldn't even log in today cuz facebook was down oh god damn it.
4: Boo. Um, <laughs> um
2: yeah i think it's i think it's a fun little game give it a chance if it's like jeep on sale or something uh steves you got on the epic sale or on the epic uh, free game i
3: so. i picked it up off of uh on the switch it's usually you find it for about like 10 and 10 10 bucks 15 here. bucks it's, it's well one of those it. games that's on it's one of those games that's on sale constantly so
2: Definitely go see it. I, I think it would be good. And now going off of what Steve said, let's give him some recommendations because I think Steve, uh, Steve deserves to play more Metroidvanias. And I know there's a bunch of people out there that might want to introduce Metroidvania to a friend or a kid or something. And there's a lot of games out there that people would love. Um, how many do you want to give each? I can give like 10 myself, but... I, <laughs>
3: I mean, I can... <laughs>
2: For, so let's let's make sure this is uh, for a beginner, a Metroidvania game for a beginner. Yeah, like at least one
3: or two yeah. I'm not going to recommend so like that, Blasphemous but... here. Like... No. no. <laughs>
2: How about me and uh, Hawk? Are you into the Metroidvania genre very much?
4: I'm trying to think of a, like another game I could recommend right off the bat, but all right. Um, all right I mean, off the bat. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, we're 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 definitely there's there's the obvious one to recommend if you've never played either of the Ori games. Ori, yeah. Oh, um just absolutely visually stunning. Um smooth combat. Incredible storylines too, like just very, very emotionally, like it they hit hard emotionally these games. <laughs> I texted um, Brent
2: I would during say- during this game, the ending, and I was like, Why am I tearing up at the end of this video game?
3: <laughs> I think that like and I think I think the first one more so than the second one was was oh, a lot yeah. more emotionally hard hitting. But the ending um, of the second the, one, though, was but the second the second game was just far superior, uh, play wise. Yeah, the combat, yeah, the um, combat and, so, and I mean the, traversal. Was so hundred percent, you can't go wrong with those games. Uh, um... Another like if I was gonna and like I said Ender Lilies, but that's a little more like that's a little hard. That right? has a really good storyline. It is definitely on the harder spectrum, so I don't know whether or not I right. necessarily recommend that. I'm gonna, I'll
2: give a, two since you gave two beautiful storyline
3: right. right now. Oh, I've um, got more.
2: Yeah, no, but I'm gonna <laughs> save some. So maybe Hawk can gives some. <laughs> I'm gonna give two in a in the form of one right now. Um, it's the guacamele games. games. Um, guacamele, so
0: okay. Both of those are done by. Which one? They're
2: hilarious. Uh, they're about yeah. luch- luchadors. And there's a magical chicken and, mm-hmm. um, um, I don't want to ruin it. Cause the 2d style is really good. It's, it's yeah. fun. Again, the See, I actually
0: have some of these games, right? Mm-hmm. Just from sales and whatever else, but I always assumed they were just platformers. So that's why I wasn't that interested yeah, in this I didn't think event. there was anything more to them, right? So, um, bullet hell platformers I was like, this eh. is
2: Canadian too. So, uh, guacamole is right. made by a small company in Toronto. And I, I know one of the guys that actually works there, which is actually crazy. Um, Nice. What else do I want to say? Um if you wanna do a Metroid game, Metroid Zero Mission was a really good game. I think that was on Zero game Boy Advance. Um but I there I mean emulators are online, you could play it there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um yeah. Owl Boy. Did you uh,
3: play that one, uh Brent? I I didn't uh I <sighs> You didn't like that one? I wanted to like I wanted to like it and it was or actually, I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it, and I just couldn't um i thought it was it was a good game it just didn't capture me the way everyone was like praising it i didn't really get the praise for it yeah it was it was good it was fun it was fun hawk
4: um just looking at a list here and that um apparently number one on a lot of people's lists is dead cells uh something not I a, no, a metroidvania
0: that,
2: that that's a rogue light really
3: yeah
4: that, yeah it's guy. not a metroidvania hmm. yeah that's that's similar it's to
2: Hades, Hades, where it's yeah.
3: like you die, you start over, repeat,
2: and then you unlock things as you die. Yeah, um, I would put the Steam World Dig games on on probably a beginner. World Dig, yeah. There's a there's a, uh, there's a bunch of games called Steam World games, but the Dig ones are the ones where you explore throughout.
3: Steam World Dig, the Shante series is pretty good Shantae, too. Yeah. um Wonderboy. Um, if i'm gonna recommend one actually like the last one I'll, i'll really recommend here uh is and this one doesn't start out as a metroidvania it starts out as a very classic side scroller action game and then i don't really want to spoil it but let's just say midway through the game it changes and it changes in a very very interesting and wonderful way and just becomes this brand new game out of nowhere and i can't believe that they pulled it off uh, the messenger.
2: I don't know this. What is this game?
3: Yeah, it's 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 a it's a sixteen bit or it's an eight bit uh uh Metroidvania game, and then the only part I will kind of spoil is that there's some time travel elements to it, and when you hit the time travel elements, all of a sudden the game switches to a sixteen bit game, what? and it kind of goes back and forth between the two as you're playing and then even just beyond that the game just starts out as this very linear and then it hits a certain point in the game and everything just goes to hell and it just becomes something completely different and wonderful and i don't want to ruin it's from it devolver. It's from
0: devolver from yeah. devolver
3: yeah. oh my god this... if you if you look on like youtube lists and is a lot of people's number one like it is and it was I've... a game that not a lot of people heard of i kind of just ah, no. I heard about it launching. I bought it the day it came out and forgot about it. And then two years later, sat down and played it. And I was like, God, this is incredible. This game the looks first very, like it's, it's very, uh, I would equate it more to Ninja Gaiden. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very, very much the same style as like uh, the original Ninja Gaiden games.
0: Oh. That's the first one of all the ones you guys have listed. I actually don't know. Yeah. Uh, ones I've seen or actually probably already own.
2: That
3: is... Wow. It's fantastic. I I can't say enough good things about it. I
0: have one I wanted to throw back at you guys. I uh, streamed it a couple days ago, and I will probably again on uh, Wednesday. Uh, It was a gift from some friends. It's also by Devolver, uh, but it's very short. Uh, Probably three hour. A little quick one. But it's called uh, Carrion, Mm -hmm. uh, in which you play an amorphic uh, carnage-like blob. Uh, and uh, and think it has no story, but it does. And <laughs> you're just basically trying to escape from some underground ground laboratory and there's all these humans and the you get to eat them. A lot of nice munching
3: stuff. I, I've 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 seen it. I'm debating if I want to buy it now on the PC or if I wanna wait till it comes out on Playstation. Because I know it's they've announced that it's coming out soon. So uh,
0: Yeah, they just put a trailer out for the, the PlayStation. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh, and I think it'll it'll control excellently on the PlayStation. Um but the thing that that makes it interesting, um, and you know maybe a lot of metrovanias do this, but you, you can uh, evolve yourself the way where you get larger. every iteration that's bigger changes your powers. So in order to traverse certain areas, you have to leave behind body mass or gain body mass in order to reacquire the abilities to get through certain zones. That actually does make you weaker. I, so you have to yeah. be careful. Like once, once you make yourself back to the original little tiny blob, um, you're very vulnerable because no, I I, I like that. That's where unique. this thing is insanely huge at the end, right? So uh, I'm really looking forward to getting to the second half of the game.
3: I like that. That's a very unique hmm. take on like That's a game, like different, like on on making a game like not artificially difficult, but like you know, where things where you have to be like strategic about it. And...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to decide <sighs> which lesser or greater form you're going to take before you section and try to get through it. So I've I've earned three powers and I'm loving all of them and I'm sure there's way more so right it's it's super awesome if uh, if you think human life is cheap and uh and uh, and people mm-hmm. are cheap t- I highly recommend it.
2: I, uh, yeah, if I you've ever
4: empathized with the the thing yes. the actual <laughs> thing from the movie, if you ever empathize with the creature, this game is for you. Watch. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um there was one game I was gonna ask you guys about because I never played it, but I do own it because it was free on Epic, I think. Um Axiom Verge. It looks very Axiom
3: it's it's great. Is it okay? It is uh it's it's a, a real good throwback to like original uh Metroid. Um, in that style of game, but it's it's it it was one of the more unique ones that I've played where like the the actual like gameplay itself is is very reminiscent of a lot of other games you play. But the abilities that you get as you go through the game are very unexpected. Oh like I'm so used to playing these games where it's like, oh, here you're gonna like, you know, I need a double jump to get over this, and you know, like I need a dash to get past this area. And in this, you're getting like, here's an x-ray gun. So you have to learn how to, like, x-ray certain things so that you can figure out where loopholes to get through them are. Or, like, here's some kind of, like, void ray that, like, makes everything, like, scrambled and pixelated in order for you to be able to pass through it. Like, it Hmm. was just a very, like, very science fiction-y take on the the genre.
2: I like that. That sounds neat.
3: Maybe I'll try that. And the sequel, you know, the sequel comes out uh, relatively soon. So I'm looking forward to that one.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, any other final games you guys want to talk about? Check out those Guacamole games. They're great. I mm. think I actually have an extra, a bunch of extra codes, so maybe we'll do a giveaway if I actually find them. I, I get Humble Bundles, and they're just... They're, they're I have, like, so many codes that I just don't use. Just give them out to our listeners. Yeah. All right. <laughs> any other final games? Anything that... Any last thing? No, no. I can't think of anything either. I'm going to probably...
3: Nothing that hasn't already been mentioned yeah um you know I'll give one shout out to one little indie game that that I played a long time ago that was really fun is uh chasm uh it's a it, it was another kind of unique style game where it's a metroidvania style game, but it's uh randomly generated every time Ooh. you play it oh okay so it's uh it made it a lot more interesting like for replayability so it's a short one too like i uh i think it's it's probably only about three or four hours to finish it so hmm. Hmm. interesting
2: I'll have to check all these games out and if any of you out there listening have any suggestions for us? Make sure you send us your th- those thoughts. We're everywhere. All that stuff is in the post crawl. Thank, uh, thank you, Hawk. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Brent, for coming on to talk about Metroidvania games. I'm going to probably go, and because it's 11 p.m., I'm going to go watch Midnight Mass. I'm sure that's not going to give me any <laughs> nightmares or anything.
3: Um, I think I'm going to be same. fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love and hate horror scary things, but I'll still watch it and scare myself. Because I, I'm in a basement mm. often. You
3: know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna finish Squid Game before I start that. Yeah, that's I have two it. episodes left. I gotta finish that. Do that's it. Fair. Do it. That's fair. All right, guys. Finish the game.
2: Finish it. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you out there on the internet for listening to us. We are geeks with kids, and we shall see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com geekswithkids Follow us on Twitter at GeeksWithKidsCN. Check out our pics on Instagram at GeeksWithKids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you here, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your
3: favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.